0: Anybody else? You can turn to um, Matthew five. We're on uh, verse five today.
1: I don't know that my throat has ever been as dry as it was during that last song. Like I, I felt like I had wandered through a desert for about a week without a drink, and it kept kind of my throat kind of kept sticking together, and I
0: kept thinking I just need a drink of water.
1: That water's good. Then I I took a sip of it and I was like, you know, Jesus said He was the living water.
0: Kind of off off sermon topic today, but... uh, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Um, I'm just going to kind of
1: just jump right into this. Um, The word meek in the Greek is... PROS, which I I don't know how you pronounce it. It's P R A U S. Sounds close enough to me. I figure you guys don't know either, so I could have acted like I was educated and just said this is what it is. Um, But it it means basically what you think it means. The definition is mild or gentle. It's mild or gentle. Um, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And this is pretty plain. Straightforward. Like there's not there's not a hidden agenda here. Uh, blessed. We, we know that that means happy. All the meek, the mild, and the gentle, for they will inherit. The word inherit there means to obtain or acquire. It it is it's basically talking about land. Uh, inherit. It, it's an inheritance. It's what you would get. Um, you cannot inherit. Um, goodness. You can't inherit um, honesty. You can witness it. You can mimic it. You can, but you can't inherit it. Uh, you can't inherit a piece of property. You can't inherit a piece of land. A, a car or, you know, something like that. Um, and the, in the Greek, the word earth is the actual, it means land. Uh, it is, so, I Jesus pretty much just said, happier the mild and gentle, for they will acquire the land. And we think, well, that kind of sounds like prosperity preaching. Um, but as I did a little research, I found out that Psalms 37, 11 says, you may turn there and look at that if you want to, Psalms thirty-seven eleven says, the meek will inherit the land, and they will enjoy peace and prosperity. That's what, that's what Psalms 37 11 says. So, um, but what does it mean to be meek? What does it mean to be mild and be, be gentle? Um, if you were to ask most people if Jesus was meek and mild, uh, yes or no, most people would say yes. If, if, and he was. For the most part he was. He had a he had a different side to him um, that a lot of people don't know about or don't talk about. But it's something that we've been studying in Sunday school uh, about the the renegade side of Jesus, the rebel side of Jesus, the side the the side of Jesus that goes in and flips tables. Uh, he would have field days in some of our churches across America. Uh, there's no telling what he would do. Um, Ty was making a reference to, and and I probably can't tell the story like he could. This and and he's. I can't remember exactly. Just tell us what you were talking about about the guy coming in and this is the church or this is Jesus or whatever. Tell that
0: story. You have to speak loud. It was, I guess, someone who about how the mega church would say it's all about.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a good good analogy,
0: and it's not to say that you can't do that. Look,
1: I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That might work, um, but I think Jesus would have a, a field day in some of our churches. Uh, but he was he was meek. Um, but this is the best way. I this was my definition. Um, meekness is mildness and gentleness with an unseen and yet bold strength. And, and I think that would best describe Jesus. There was, an, there was a strength and there was a boldness that was unseen and unquestioned and un, not untested, but untested in people's eyes until He needed to bring it out. In other words, you see a police officer all the time with a gun on his hip, and you don't think that much about it. But if you were in McDonald's and a police officer walked in and he's ordering, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, you got a gun. But he pulls that gun out and now all of a sudden, the situation has changed. You see, you get what I'm saying? You see a police officer, you're sitting at a booth in McDonald's and a police officer's walking in, you don't think anything about it. But if he's walking towards you doing this, toward the door, you're thinking, what? You're going to freeze and you're going to be looking around like, what is going on? Then you see another police officer coming in this side with his gun drawn. Now, now all of a sudden you're in panic mode. The difference is, is that, that, they have that they have the gun drawn. They had the gun the whole time. That's kind of, this is meek, this is not. That would be the way that we would think about it. Um, Jesus most, most of the time walked around with his boldness and his strength unrevealed to, to human eye. When you really study Jesus, there wasn't many times Jesus wasn't being bold. There wasn't many times that Jesus wasn't exercising his strength in everything he did. Um, so he was kind of uh, there was an unseen boldness and strength to him. We we it's it's very apparent. We talked about this at Sunday school this morning. It's very apparent when Jesus is standing there with Pilate, and Pilate's going, "Are you a king?" And Jesus is like, "You say I am." And he continues to question him. And he goes, are you not going to say anything? Are you not going to defend yourself? And Jesus just stands there. And Pilate, probably in his little bit of frustration, because he's not used to people ignoring him, says, but he he has compassion and mercy on Jesus because he realizes that Jesus ain't really done anything wrong. And I don't think he likes the Pharisees in the first place. They were just a pain in his flesh. But to keep the peace, he had to do what he had to do. I don't think he really wanted to do what he was about to do. So he looks at Jesus and he's like, don't you understand that I have the power to free you or to put you to death? And Jesus is like, you don't have no power here.
0: I was like, that's just, we were talking about that this morning. And he was like, I
1: can't imagine that.
0: You know, and he was like,
1: but he did acknowledge that you do have power. Here. He said, but, but the power that you do have was given to you by my Father. And that's, that was the boldness that Jesus had. Everywhere He went. Whether He was healing people, He could never do anything right. If He told them to take up their mountain walk, He was breaking the Sabbath. If He told them your sins are forgiven, who, He was blaspheming. It, it was a no-win situation for him. and But He always came back and, and He had that boldness about Him. Um, but we see that other people did too. We, if I said, name some characters in the Bible that you thought that you think were meek. Just throw me out just a handful of names. Old Testament, New Testament, meekness. That that you think meekness
0: defines them. Job. I think that's a huh. Naomi, I think those are those are good. Keep thinking. It, it just don't lock. Jump out at you, does it? I mean, you you probably didn't think Samson. You, you probably you probably didn't think David. But yet, David
1: exercised meekness. Think about I was thinking about this on one church this morning. Um, David had the opportunity to kill Saul who had been killing him, yet he showed him mercy. He showed meekness. But we don't think of David as being meek. Um, Numbers 12.3. You can turn there if you want to. It's very simple, short, but it says, Moses was very meek. More than all the people who were on the face of the earth. We don't don't necessarily think about Moses being meek, but yet the Word says that of all the people on earth, he was more meek than any of them. And so meekness isn't... uh, i seen this shirt a long time ago, and it basically said meekness isn't weakness. And I think that's the best way to describe it. Meekness isn't weakness. In other words, just because you're meek, because you're mild-mannered, you're gentle, it, it doesn't mean that you're weak. Um, again, Numbers chapter 12, Moses was very meek, more than all the people who were on the face of the earth. But yet we know the things that Moses did. I mean, before God called him, he murdered a man. I mean, you would never go, oh, he murdered a man. Well, yeah, he's meek. No, that's not. That's not. You know,
0: that's not what comes to mind. Um, you can turn to First um, Peter three fifteen and sixteen. This is kind of a. Uh, you can almost use this as a definition. First Peter three fifteen and sixteen. Right, so First Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord.
1: Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Um, basically what he's saying is stand up what you believe in and be prepared to give an answer for it but do it in meekness gentleness in other words don't be a coward don't be scared don't be afraid be strong be bold with what you believe and why you believe it but do it in meekness and um, I think that's I think Matthew 1, uh, first, I mean, First Peter 3, 5, 15, 16, kind of summed that up. Um, this was, my, this was my, my final note. I wrote down that Jesus, this is Jesus. Remember, blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth is Jesus talking. This isn't some random guy on the street. This isn't me. This isn't, this isn't even Peter or Paul. This is Jesus saying, blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. So Jesus promises a blessing to those who are meek. He promises it. That's a promise. Happiness and the land. That's that's what he said. Happy, blessed are those who are meek, for they will inherit, acquire, obtain the land. Uh, For strong people, meekness isn't easy, nor does it come natural. But it's something that we have to continuously work toward, like any other virtue or goal. Um, I was laying on the couch the other night, and I'd just been, I was getting ready to go to bed. I think terry was already in bed, and I was just laying there, and I'd been reading um, some on, and, and taking some notes on this. And I remember um, having a conversation with somebody. And wasn't the first nor the only time I've had this conversation. Um, but I recently had one at, at a basketball gym, and, and the statement was made
0: that, gosh, those refs were terrible. And I was like, yeah, they wasn't they the best in the world. And, um,
1: So somebody said, well, I made sure I let them know. As they walked by, I told them, y'all are terrible.
0: And I'm thinking, you're a pastor. You are. You're a man of God.
1: And I said, well, I have just got to where I just try to keep my mouth shut because I don't ever want to tell a guy that he's terrible at his job and then him walk through those doors one day and me be standing on stage holding the Word of God in my hands.
0: And he said, I don't care. And I know it was in the moment. I know it was in the moment. But that's, we got to care. At all times.
1: You have to. Because you don't ever know. You don't ever know what's going to happen.
0: Um, but that, that, that crossed my mind. And...
1: Then I remember having another conversation, and somebody had blown up, you know. And I was like, ah, you know. And 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 I was hearing the story, and it's like, you know, I, I shouldn't have, but I just didn't
0: care. I was going to let them have it. And I mean,
1: when we do that, and I'm not saying that I haven't ever done it, and I'm not saying, you know, this this. It's not okay, it's, or it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. Um, we've all had those moments where we haven't represented Jesus well. We've all had them. But as you grow, you know, I, I think that the goal is to get to a point where you're obtaining this blessing from being meek. Uh, and it's not about acquiring land. You know, it's, it's, it, 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 that's not what it's about. That's just what Jesus chose to say. And, and I don't... You know, I would have been probably more happy if he would have said, "Blessed are the meek, for they will find peace." You know, or they'll have satisfaction in their in their meekness or something. But he promises land. I, you know, there's times that most of us would probably take peace over land. Uh, I don't get you know why I said it, but he said it, and uh, and I'll take the land. Don't don't get me wrong, but. I think it's something that we have to work toward. I think it's something that you have to be intentional about. Um, and I've been around some some big guys who are very humble and meek, and it's impressive. And then I've been around hotheads and who just like to spout off at the mouth and you know, and, and they don't think twice about it. And you know, it's it's easy for a you know a a little guy to be around big guys and to be quiet and humble but it's something else when i when i'm when a man of god you know i, I there's another coach that i've i've coached with and against and he's probably at least he knows what i'm talking about but he's probably six one or two and this guy is jacked i mean like you you wouldn't pick a fight with him but he is such a nice guy and so humble and um me and Lizzie's had multiple conversations about him at networks about how nice he is, but I'm telling you, he's—I mean—he's in the gym, and you wouldn't want to mess with him. But he has that humbleness about him, and it's impressive. Like it's, I, I mean, like I, I would hang out with this guy. Like I would—I would want to be his friend because I think you know that's—I want to—I want to gravitate toward people that's going to make me better, Nikki. And I don't want to gravitate toward people that's going to make me worse. You know, it's kind of like Jesus. The Bible says he hung out with sinners and all this. What? They were were all sinners. They were all bad people. Um, Even the the good guys were the worst of the bunch. So what choice did he have? If he was going to hang out with people, he was going to hang out with sinners. Um, But they were less sinners than than the religious leaders. And so it's hard to... Be meek. It's hard to be humble. It's hard to be gentle in today's society because it's taken as weakness. If you don't say nothing, then you're against it. And if you speak out against it, then you're definitely against it. So you're it's a no-in situation. You can't do anything. Um and it's hard to be perceived as meek. But when 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 you around somebody that is it's a lot. Like it shines. It's bright. You can see it in them. And that's, that's, a, good, that's a good quality. And so I think it's something that we have to strive toward. And um, like I said, as Peter said, be strong, be bold, be prepared, ready to give an answer for everything, but do it in love and kindness and gentleness and meekness. And, and I think that's how we I think that's how we, we win the world. I think God, God can use anything, but I think that His Spirit can flow through. It conducts easier through meekness than shouting and screaming. But there are probably times for shouting and screaming. And I think as a, as a person, you gotta know when it's time to whisper, when it's time to talk normal, when it's time to yell and scream. And that's, that's between you and the Spirit. Uh, and the spirit guides. But I think that the meekness and the gentleness, is, as Peter talked about, is really one of the better ways that God can use us to really
0: shine a light and share the gospel. Yeah. Anybody have any anything to add? Or any thoughts? How many of you would consider yourself meek? Nobody? Nobody? Wow. <laughs> I am. I'm going to repreach this
1: message again next week. Um. Now, most of you probably have some good meekness to you. Um, it, this is what I was I was thinking this morning as I was on the way to McDonald's. Um, it's easy to be meek,
0: and it's easy to be humble. It's easy to be friends when everybody's on your side. You know, there's there's no beef with the neighbor as long as the neighbor is a good
1: neighbor. As long as he don't have a problem with anything you're doing. Hey, I love that you planted those trees. Hey, man, I love it when your dog comes over here in my yard. I, it, all that stuff is great and wonderful until it ain't. They're a great neighbor until they go, hey, your dog's coming to my yard. I need you to keep him out. And all of a sudden you're like, I can't stand them. It's a dog. It ain't hurting Nothing. But their dog comes over in my yard, and I'm ready to go get a shotgun. But their dog's big. My dog's just little. It ain't hurt nothing. So everything, and that's the way it is, you know, really when it comes to this whole, it's easy to be meek when there's no war raging. But when war rages, that's what's hard to be meek.
0: So I'm not going to. I'm not going to ask you to pray
1: for opportunities to be meek in tough situations because that's kind of like praying for patience. So I'll let you just work that out kind of like your own salvation. Um, but I, I do think that it's a, it's a quality and, uh, you know, we got the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And self-control. And self-control and gentleness kind of go hand in hand. So, um, it, now that we've been through the mess, does anybody have any any prayer requests? Is this something come to your mind? You need me to pray for meekness for you? You just raise your hand and uh,
0: we'll get all that. I, kn- I know you need prayers for that. Trust me, we all do. Um, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, we're just going to real quick go into conference. I'm going to turn it over to Nikki, let Nikki take it, and, uh, and run conference.